Hey guys, your friendly neighborhood homegirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Solis. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, country twang. So how are you doing today? I could be better. Mm. Well, today wasn't that bad, but I don't know. I just had two back-to-back days of things that annoyed me. Fair. So I could be in a chipper mood. Like, am I, you know? <laughs> I'm not the best, but I'm not. I, like, I, I'm, I still count my blessings. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. I also feel like the last couple of days have been a little off. Yeah. I don't, I actually don't know what it is, but I will say, and like, this is just a tip for everyone. Like self-care is so important. Mm. I feel like without realizing it, I had let my self-care become nothing. Mm -hmm. And I know we talk about me doing my nails, right? But at this point, my nails for me are just like maintenance. Like I do my nails every two weeks because working in retail, like if you let your nails grow out, you will hurt yourself. Yes. You will slam them on something, something will happen. It's it's not gonna be pretty. So I do it almost at this point, like out of obligation, because I know I need to, Yeah. even though I enjoy it. But I did my hair, got some fresh extensions, and it really like perked up my mood and I wasn't expecting it mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I felt like my old self again. Like I felt like, ooh, I need to go get my lashes and I should go do my eyebrows. Like I felt like it sparked my normal routine that I used to have that I didn't realize I literally stopped doing. Meanwhile, I'm on the other end and I feel like <laughs> I have not done shit to myself. It's to the point where if I like do my makeup or something, so mm-hmm. like for this past Sunday I went to a baptism right Mm -hmm. so obviously I did my hair I did my makeup and when I got there you know the girls were like oh my god you look great like Mm -hmm. love your style um but it's to the point where like now when I wear makeup it's a foreign thing yeah and I used to do that every day even on off days listen I would low-key judge you because (laughs) Every day, this girl have a full beat. And people who know me know that I'm bare-faced 99.9% of the time. <laughs> and I will randomly have a super beat face. And you're like, where did that come from? But, like, that was, that was your norm. Yes. That was, like, your it, base. Yes, it felt like that was me. That was who I was. Yes. And now that I'm, like, not in that world and I'm, I don't need to do that, I am bare-faced 99% of the time. Yeah. It's to the point when I do, like, when I know I'm going to post or be in a video or do something content related like i'll make myself look good um and mr bay will come home he'll be like oh (laughs) okay what what's happening what are you doing and i I never used to be that person so i I haven't i mean the closest thing to self-care that i've done lately is what the days that you do my nails and that's it yeah i don't know what self-care is i think we need to make commitments to ourselves that we are going to try to bring that back. Cause I didn't realize how much I missed it. Yeah. Until like I was flipping my hair in the mirror and I was like, this feels good. Yeah. Like this feels, <laughs> this feels like me. And if you know me, you know how extra I am about my hair. I, my hair, I, my goal is to look like I'm in a Pansy Pro V commercial at all times. Yes. That is actually goals for me. Mm-hmm. And usually like I'm able to hit it. And I had not been hitting it the last three months and I didn't realize the stress of my previous job yeah. was the reason why I wasn't taking care of myself. 
it yeah you you like sometimes we get into these ruts and you don't realize what it is and honestly that's kind of how like depression sneaks up on people Mm -hmm. like one time i remember when i listen i mean we can talk about mental health here but like i used to go i go in and out of depression and it sneaks up on you when it's there like you don't always know what's there but Mm -hmm. there's like little signs and i remember there was at the height of like one of my depression bouts I loved and seeked like darkness Mm -hmm. and anyone who knows me knows I love like natural light yes it's very important to me um not just for just I don't know I I like the presence of sunlight and I remember that right there like and I had posted something I was like oh I love how dark my room is and a girl called me out on it and was Mm. like no this is depression like pulling you in yeah open up your blinds right now and i was like shit she's right yeah so yeah um sometimes like you just fall into these ruts that you don't realize yeah and it takes small things like that for you to like snap Mm -hmm. yourself out of it so and what was so crazy is i used to actually sell hair extensions yeah and my vendor who is used to hearing from me pretty often yeah reached out and was like hey like are you alive everything all right like he actually got worried that i had a quality issue yeah yeah so he was kind of reaching out for that and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry like has nothing to do with that offered me a better discount than he already currently gives me like back to my og wholesale price and i'm like hell yeah i'll take you up on that and i did my install and i was like oh this is me i didn't realize she was gone Mm -hmm. like and so if there's anything you take from this little uh, this little tangent, do something that makes you feel good. And if you guys know Alex, like her hair looks great all the time. <laughs> but like, I know when she has fresh hair in. So the moment I walked in, I was like, okay, new hair. Yeah. So, I mean, her hair always looks great, but today it looks extra great. So if only you guys could see it. <laughs> yes. Just imagine it, Bob Ross it. <laughs> <laughs> but... I, yeah, it was one of those little pick-me-ups that I didn't realize I needed, so I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad that, you know, shout out to Josh. Josh reached out and was like, hey, hey girl. But if he didn't reach out, I probably wouldn't have done anything about it. But moving on, (laughs) instead of talking about my bundles, do you have, actually no, we have hose woes to talk about. I we have a, do. I have a legit hose woe. Yeah, so we're about to get into hose woes, okay? Hose woes. Got hoes. I got hoes. In different area codes. Area Area codes. I cannot. That has actually like become the jingle, I think, at this point. Yes. Yes. It's to the point where, like, Lim and Valet were like, yeah, we're going to get our husbands to sing the welcome backs and the hoes woes. I'm still waiting for those voice notes. (laughs) But when they do, we're going to start having special guests do um, the singing portions. That'll be so funny. (laughs) So that'll be cool um, for whenever we do that, because it is a thing now. Yes. (laughs) Also, if you just feel like sending us anything, if you actually go on Anchor, which is linked in our Instagram bio you can send us a voice note that I can save. So, ooh, that would be great for like question time or advice yes, time. Yes. Or just if you have a hose woe that you need to get off your chest and then we can discuss it for you. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. 
yeah so use that feature you can see it. i think on spotify and um itunes it tells you there's a link you can click on anchor and it'll bring you to where you can record a voice voice note so do it so yes. we can talk about it um but getting into our hose woes i'll go first because it really like fucked up my morning mm -hmm. um i went to the dealership to get an oil change you know just adulting mm -hmm. and i was sitting in the waiting room waiting and there was a woman at the desk at the service desk and another woman comes up to the service desk and they clearly know each other so it's like a oh my god hey i didn't realize you worked here hi yeah. kind of exchange and then the guest, the customer that came up to the service woman says to her, you gained weight. What a fucking And bitch. it was like a matter of fact statement, period at the end. You gained weight. Ooh. And I felt my blood boil. Mm -hmm. And this poor woman just kind of like laughed it off. I was like, ha ha, yeah, quarantine. But like she was visibly uncomfortable. Visibly uncomfortable. What? Okay. Hold on. I have so many feelings about this. So like Alex and I grew up in a culture where that is very normal for yeah. family to call something like that out. Right. Yeah. So like for me, like Cambodians, Asians, that's a very normal thing. It's annoying as fuck. I'm not saying that it's right, but it's something like I grew up with. Yeah. So absolutely. When I was like gaining weight, grandparents, mom, dad will be the first to fucking call it out on you. But the fact that this stranger is seeing this girl for the very first time and was like, you know what? I need to stop everything and tell her. I need to tell her. Right. As if this, she doesn't know herself. Like she's not in her own body. Oh. Like it's probably something she's already struggled with or, you know, obviously, listen, like we went back to work mid pandemic. Yeah. So what was it? Last June? Last June. Yeah last june like when a lot of businesses were still closed down and still working from home and i'll never forget it like that first few weeks like people had cabin fever and were trying to go back and get stuff and listen everyone was purchasing sweats loungewear all things that are like comfy at home because they had gained weight yep like i remembered overhearing like i remembered this girl was like trying to purchase underwear and she was shopping with her boyfriend and she was like, I don't know, babe, like what size should I get? And he's a dumbass on his phone. So he wasn't helping her. And I could tell she was really struggling because she wasn't sure what size she was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, can I help you? Like, if you tell me what um, size jeans you are, I can tell you which size you should get. Yeah. And I remembered her being like, honestly, I don't know. I gained 28 pounds because of shutdown. Yeah. 28 pounds within, at that point, it was what, three months? two months maybe of it like, was yeah it was about three months that's a lot of weight in a very short period of time so she was in a completely new body had was very uncomfortable yeah did not know what size she was but she knew she things were feeling tight so you're telling me right now that the cashier is trying on clothes and didn't fucking realize herself that she has gained weight i'm sure she's uncomfortable yep I'm sure she had to size up in a lot of things. And now you fucking ruined her day and tell her, like, had to point it out and, and basically confirm, like, hey, strangers know that you've, ga you've gained weight. Right. What a fucking Like, bitch. fuck that bitch. Like, how dare you? And I'm sorry, you weren't sitting here looking your best either, mama. Like, you weren't, like, the cat's meow to be calling out someone else's weight gain. And, 
My other thing is, even if she didn't gain weight because of quarantine, whether it was lifestyle, whether it was health, whether depression, like you don't know why people's bodies change. And it's none of your fucking business. Ugh. Who cares if her body is different? What you should have asked is, oh my God, how are you? Yeah. How did you handle the past fucking two years? Yeah. Like not you've gained weight. It just made me mad. Never comment on anyone's body, period. Whether oh. you have a compliment or not, because what you think might be a compliment might not really be a compliment. I would have given her a backhanded compliment to be petty. I would have been like, you too. Good for you for walking out in that outfit. Good for you. Like, I, I would have said something. <laughs> it was just rude. And I will say, both of these women were white, and I wasn't expecting that. Because I know people of color, we talk about each other's weight all the time. It's not healthy, but we do it. But, like, I was not expecting that. Especially because, like, the desk and the seating area are not right next to each other. Her voice traveled. Ooh. Right. Anywho. And that is embarrassing to do that at your, like, the workplace of this yeah. girl. Yeah. Ugh, it made me so mad. But and I'm sorry, like, car dealerships, I'm sure she probably, like, not that it matters because we don't give a fuck about the opinions of men. No. But, <laughs> like, I'm sure her coworkers, a lot of them are men. Mm-hmm. And that's just embarrassing to put that shit out there. It's just rude. Ugh. I don't, ugh, whatever. Yeah. What a made me mad. Dick. And I just had to say it. Don't talk about anybody's weight. Listen, if you walk up to someone in your brain, you're like, ooh, they look a little fluffier. Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. They know. Mm -hmm. They know. Yeah. I can't stand that. Ugh. And it's so funny because like you, when you hear something like that, you think of like, you know, on social media when, um, like Selena Gomez, for example, I'm just bringing this up. Not, I, listen, I think she's beautiful no matter what. Um, but because of her lupus, I think her yes. weight fluctuates. Yes. And she had just done some like swimwear launch with mm -hmm. another brand and she was posting the photos. Mm -hmm. And I was scrolling through because like I thought she looked great. It was the, the photos where she's like platinum blonde mm -hmm. and the swimwear, it's like two pieces, one pieces. And she was like obviously their model for it. And I remember scrolling through the comments and people were being like, wow, what a whale. And just like saying really fucked up shit. That's just crazy. So you think of that because they're a public figure. So you know that that's kind of what it comes with. Like everybody thinks they're a critic and it's like, yeah, we really want to know what Susie Q from Arkansas thinks mm -hmm. about fucking Selena Gomez. Yeah. Sure. But it, it hits different when it's like someone you personally know. Yeah. And it's like. Go fuck yourself. Literally. Who Lit are you? Literally. Ugh. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, that's my woe. Leave people's bodies alone. They're none of your fucking business. Yeah. Asshole. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, my hoes woe is another jerky moment. <laughs> so it happened yesterday and I will tell you, like I was having a pretty decent day. Like I felt like I had a really like productive day. It's feeling pretty good. Um, and then this one conversation really did it for me. So I know I complained about my resin life last week <laughs> and I'm really sorry to do it again, but that kind of is my life. <laughs> no, so it's I fair. It's, it's legitimate. But yeah, I sent the screenshot to Alex because I was like, girl, this made my blood boil. 
So a customer had ordered um, a set of dominoes because they are my most requested. And she received them yesterday and she wrote to me and was basically like, hey, like I received the dominoes and although they're beautiful, you should really specify that it's a double six. And she goes, the gift was for my son. He's Cuban and they only play with Cuban double nines. And I said, okay, well, a double six is a standard set. You didn't specify right. that you wanted a double nine. Why would you think that double, double nines have never been standard, first of all. And also, why wouldn't you ask that question or look at a photo? Right. And here's the thing, because I was like, you know what? I'm going to scroll all the way back just in case like I did something to mess up or miscommunicate right so i scrolled back and the reason why she ordered one in the first place was because she was replying back to um me showing off a set of dominoes that was a double six and she was like how much is this i tell her how much it is and here's the thing if you know me i send photos of what exactly you're getting mm -hmm. i sent her a photo before i shipped it out to her and i was like hey your set is all set and I sent her the photo, which clearly shows a double six. And in the world of dominoes, a double six is 28 tiles. A double nine is 55 tiles. Okay, so I'm just going to put it out there. So you're telling me you saw a photo and saw 28 tiles and didn't realize half was missing? She didn't say anything. She was like, oh my God, it looks great. Can't wait to get it. And then you got it. And then you see like 28 and you get upset. I should have specified like a double nine is not the standard when someone is ordering something I don't give them a double nine I don't think she knew her son played with a double nine I don't think she knew enough about dominoes in the first place I think she got it in and then someone around her was like is that a double six I don't think she knew I don't think she knew because there's so many steps in your process so people know exactly what they're getting yes that there should have not been a confusion of what the set actually was and listen again i i did it to myself right but in the world of custom unfortunately like this is what happens where like i genuinely converse with the customer quite a bit before i even make something so like we're in full communication back and forth about what you're getting and again i really do send photos because i'm not trying to get anyone to be like oh like i i was deceived like it doesn't look like this it my stuff is hand poured when you're working with resin you hand pour things so i send photos because not everything will look exactly the same but i want them to know exactly what they're gonna get so i'll send photos i'll send videos but it's like oh that shit really like just how she spoke to me and yeah. was like you should have specified like no mm -hmm. i'm sorry i gave you what the standard was you should have specified what you wanted to order right like you didn't know what you were ordering. So anyways, that's my first return. She's gonna return it. I just, I have no words because at the end of the day, she made a mistake. You didn't make a mistake. I don't think she knew what her mistake was until she got it. I promise you, I feel like someone in her vicinity when she was showing off these dominoes was like, is that for so-and-so? He likes a double nine. And then she felt stupid mm -hmm. and and then blamed it on and me blamed it on you because <sighs> listen and not everybody knows a lot about dominoes like i'm not even gonna lie when you say tiles i laugh because in my mind they're bones they're bones mm -hmm. we don't call them tiles yeah but it's also because i grew up 
playing dominoes with the men in my family. Yeah. So I so I know that. But it's like this person clearly doesn't play with dominoes. Clearly doesn't know what the fuck is going on, because you literally have no idea. Right. And you can't just assume that everyone who orders from it, first of all, if you look back at any photos, all the photos that I have on my page are double sixes. Yeah. Unless specified. Like I'm pretty sure, I don't know if I posted the mint one, but the um, when it's a double nine, I say it's a double nine. Yeah. Just like when I post um, like double twelves, people are like, whoa, why do the dots look so different? Mm-hmm. Because it's a completely different set. A double six is 28. A double nine is 55 and a double 12 is fucking 91 pieces. You bet they're going to look a little different. And it is, I don't know. It just, that, that really ruined my spirit. I'm not going to lie. And I hate that like one negative thing will make me come like just (laughs) rock my world. Yeah. It's unsettling. (laughs) Yeah. So I remembered my face was so hot yesterday. My cheeks were, and listen, I'm pretty like tan. And I don't normally get red, like that's not a thing. Um, But my cheeks were so, like my cheeks and nose were so fucking red and pink. I don't know what was going on, but I was flush hot. Hot. Listen, I don't fucking blame you. And I'm not even gonna lie, like the way that Alessia is set up, no. You get what you fucking get at this point. I get it, it's custom, it's different. So like you wanna make the customer happy, but at some point people need to realize like you were given multiple steps in the, in the process and like listen when we do your site there'll be multiple things or people have to check off that they know this is a thing i know but screw that woman it's fine someone else will love those dominoes i know thank goodness that it's actually like a i think a universally universal style that i feel like other people would like yeah. if this was custom custom like because yeah. listen sometimes i get color combination and i'm like how the fuck did you come up with that but Thank goodness it's not one of those. Like it's a genuinely beautiful set that I feel like an, another person would gladly scoop up. But if it was a truly custom piece that was made specifically for that customer, yeah, that would be really with annoying. a strange color combination. I would have been out. Honestly, I, I've talked about this with Alex before. If I had a chance to kind of go back in time and do things differently, I would have. Again, like, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but the whole resin thing happened by accident. So I started with customs and it just kind of took off. But if I were to do things differently, I kind of do what Alex is doing right now, where I would start off with the site and then have like certain set pieces and what you get is what you see from the website. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. There really is no room for like customization or anything like that. Because to be honest with you, the customizing is what kind of holds me back and takes so long because of all that extra time spent with like working with each person. And not that I don't appreciate spending the time with like my customers, but I could have put out 50 of something else, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? At the time that I'm taking to do this one thing. Yeah. And it almost like sometimes when a custom is asked of me and it's not my aesthetic, it really does kind of take me back because I'm like, this isn't me. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. And it's almost like if you don't like my style, then maybe go to someone else. Yeah. You know? Like, Listen, 
Like, I get requested for weed things all the time. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Weed aesthetic. I'm sorry, but that's not me. No. Not, I do what you want in life, but like, (laughs) that's, I'm sorry, but that's what every other resin artist does in the world. You know what? You're so right. Like, it's all about fucking rolling trays and dumping glitter into things. And that's really not me. That's not me. No. And when it's asked of me, I'm like, do you not (laughs) see that, like, something doesn't go with the rest of my flow? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, you already know how I feel. You already know what I want you to do come 2022. I know. Things are going to change. And I think you should start to limit the amount of customs you do and be able to artistically express yourself. Yeah. Um, but listen, screw that lady. It's fine. Moving on. You have so many other people who want to buy things from you that love what you do. Yeah. It's Gucci. Yeah, I know. But yeah, that's my hose woe for the week. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on into the confessionals. Yes. What do you have for me this week? Step into the confessionals. This is my confession. Man, I'm thrown and I don't know what to do. So I have two this week. I think that's what I'll do each week is just two. But I have two that are on different ends of the spectrum, but same Mm -hmm. (laughs) theme-ish. It's all about genitalia. (laughs) (laughs) So the very first one, um, again, these are from the subreddit of confessions on Reddit. And this is from Shrinky Dinky 88. Shrinky Dinky 88. All right, Shrinky Dinky. The title is, I have a micro penis. Okay, so those really exist. I guess. Okay. Because, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get into it. I'm Googling what for micro penises. So, Shrinky Dinky 88 says. Why would you choose that name if you have micro penis? (laughs) Um, he's a 33 year old male and he says it's under two inches fully erect and I have zero confidence with women. I fear I will forever be alone because of it. Um, and then he says, edit, if someone out there has any helpful advice, I would love to hear it. Also, any tips on self-confidence would be great. I did this in hopes that I could somehow start to accept myself. Thank you all to have, um, thank you to all who have been positive, but there are some seriously horrible people out there and it's hard to have faith. So that was really sad, but, um, it got a few awards. And if you don't know what awards are on Reddit, it's when a stranger like basically, um, like sends money Mm. to that person. So I didn't realize that until recently, but awards cost money. So that's um, kind of cool. So they it got a bunch of awards, got a lot of upvotes. So it had um, at the time that I saved this, it had like over 500. Um, and someone wrote a really great comment to Shrinky Dinky 88. Mm-hmm. So someone said, had this convo with a male friend many years ago. True story. He said his penis was non-existent, way less than two inches fully erect, and like a pinky finger in width, which is crazy, but anyway. 
Um, but he had his share of relationships. Why? Because he was funny, kept himself in good shape, and had a I don't give a fuck kind of attitude about his size. He also, by his own admission, was amazing at oral and had toys. He also used an online dating site specifically for men with micros, which I didn't Mm -hmm. realize that existed, but okay. He said he met some fantastic women on there who genuinely weren't into penetration or physically weren't able to for medical reasons, but they were very happy to have a partner skilled in other areas. So while I don't know what the site is, Google it. Um, he couldn't rave enough about the genuine women he met on there. He's now married with two kids, though we're not in touch anymore. He did say that he had um, no confidence to begin with, but that site in particular opened him up to see that not every woman wants a porn star. Oh, and this convo came about one night over a few too many drinks and a round of confessions just kind of blurted out. And it's funny because like when I went back um, to confession, someone else was like, I saw how many upvotes that one got, mm. so it's time for me to confess as well. And they also said they had a micro penis. So it's definitely a thing. Yeah, so I was I was researching, right? <laughs> it's actually pretty rare. Um, it affects point zero one five percent of men in the u.s oh um and it actually happens in the womb um through because whatever birth mom mom doesn't have enough testosterone in her body and that's what can cause genital abnormality abnormalities and it's usually diagnosed around three months old oh um there are a lot of things that can be done while you're a child to get it to grow. Really? With hormones and things of that nature. Oh, okay, okay. Um, there are also hormones you can take as an adult, and there are also penile implants. Mm. Although penile implants can have complications. Normally, they are completely functioning, so they still work the way a penis should. Um, they're just small, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Listen, at the end of the day, we... And a lot of women will vouch for this. It's not always about the size of the boat. It's the motion in the ocean. Yeah. Right? And if you were just an enthusiastic sexual partner, listen, someone, obviously, because this guy is not with somebody, somebody's married or whoever, like... And two kids. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, if you don't know how children are made, um, obviously... I would assume that situation is probably a turkey baster situation. Yeah. But who cares? Right. You still have your beautiful kids. And however your kids get here is however they get here. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, it makes me sad that people have these things, like, that they feel like would hold them back in life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. like, it nothing. There is literally nothing physically that you can't either find ways around or, like, overcome. Yeah. Sad. So speaking of genital abnormalities. Oh, God. That is the other confession. Okay. All right. Um, so it's kind of like a confessions, but also like a advice seeking kind mm-hmm. of thing. Right. So it's from the perspective of a guy um, seeking advice for the girl that he's seeing. So um, the title is Girl I'm Seeing Has a Giant Clit About to wait about to five inches Ooh. 12 centimeters 
and I'm lost about how to feel about it and what to do. So that's the title. <laughs> so he says, I'm seeing this girl for three months and we get along very well. We never had sex, even if there were time I thought it was going to be the case. Two days ago, she told me she told me and showed me her giant clit, <laughs> which kind of looks like a penis. I knew it existed, but never saw this in my real life. I really like her and I don't want to be shallow, but I'm confused. I'm not trying to, I'm trying to be supportive and comprehensive, but I'm not sure how the sex can be like in a situation like this one. So he, there's an edit. Um, and also guys, like, sorry, I know it sounds like I can't read, but sometimes the grammar and like spelling of certain things really throws me off. I cannot. <laughs> but anyway, so he has an edit and he says, I just fell asleep last night. I'm from Europe and woke up to so many comments, LOL. I won't be able to respond to everyone, but thanks to the people who gave me some advice. Hope there weren't too many disrespectful or hating comments. Um, because I know it sounds so weird, but my goal is to get some advice and opinions on how to handle that situation the best I could, uh, while being comprehensive and respectful with her. I'm 21 and I don't want, and I want to be mature with the situation. I don't want her to feel bad about that. Even, um, if I won't lie, it really surprised me and shocked me when I saw it. Um, and I post on here too, because I wanted to post on re relationship advice initially, but I'm permanently banned. Oh, that's why he's on confessions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. Here's how I feel. One, I love how he's approaching this from a place where he's open and it doesn't change the fact that like he likes this girl and he just wants to know what he can do as a partner mm -hmm. to be sexually active. And like, I don't, have a large cookie so i don't know what you do with one my brain immediately goes to so like your cookie has a million not a million but thousands of nerve endings right it's a very sensitive part of the female anatomy and i'm like if her cookie's bigger how sensitive is it i don't know you know and then i think what also people immediately think of is if you decide that you want Southern cuisine, how do you eat the Southern cuisine? I cannot that you just fucking call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it is Southern cuisine. My know? mind was like, is she talking about a date? Like, I mean, like going out a to date. a restaurant? Yeah, no, you are going down to a restaurant. You eating oh something. I, my first thing was like, damn, that must get in the way. You know what I mean? If it's about five inches, yeah. Yeah. Like, if it were me, I would have gotten that taken care of. I would have gotten cosmetic surgery. I don't know if I would. Really? Because I would, I would never want to risk the sensation ever sorry i think that's a very important part of the vagine i'm not risking that sensation yeah for aesthetics true. and i i would just live with it but he says it looks like a penis okay and then now going back to micro penis he was saying fully erect he's two inches maybe less than that her just chilling 
is five inches. And I wonder if it does get erect because when a woman gets aroused, all the blood also rushes down to her areas uh-huh. and they get they get swollen, right? I still wouldn't I wouldn't have, I wouldn't change it to be honest. My whole thing, my first thought goes, what is sensation like? Because oy, that seems like a lot. That poor girl too. Yeah. But also like listen, there is a lid for every pot. Someone is gonna be into it. Is gonna be fine with it. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, I hope there are people that that are under this post that either have dealt with it or have one that can give him the guidance on like how to navigate it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think just talking to the girl and saying, what do you like? There should always be a conversation about sex in general. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you know? What are you into? What are you not into? No go zones. You know what I mean? Like yeah. boundaries. I think that should be a conversation. So while you're having that conversation, you should also ask. You know, surprisingly, it's not in a lot of relationships. I think it's oh. one of those things where like you don't find out until literally you're in the middle of the event with your partner. And sometimes like people try things and then you're like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not cool with that. And they're like, oh, okay. And it's like awkward because you're like mid-stroke. You know? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Do people not dirty talk nowadays and then you just test out the waters and you send a crazy text and see how they react to it or no? No? I mean, I can't speak. Like, I would love to da 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 And then, you're the, you know, the girl's like, skirt, skirt. I'm actually not into that. Or she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Um, I... I don't even think that's a true... That's a true way of... It's not. It's not because it a lot of people door. like to talk shit. And then when it comes time to it, they... Yeah, they don't be that. Don't talk, don't be that person. And they don't walk the walk. Don't be that person. Don't talk or a big stroke game. the stroke, but... Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I find that the partners that I've had, um, try things like in the middle, like during. I, I feel like a lot of men in the act are like, I wonder if I just. Oh yeah. And then they do it and you're like, oh, oh, well, sir. Yep. Nope. No, no. No, no, What you doing there? No, no, no. That's and they're like, oh, sorry, it happened by accident. You're like, sure. Bullshit. Sure. But I do think in this situation, one, like, she showed you. So I don't know if she showed you via pictures, did he say? No, like, I think, I mean, she talked about, she told him and showed him. That's what he said. Yeah. So it's obviously an insecurity of hers. And she probably wanted to give him a warning before they did. Yes. So they clearly have not had sex yet. And yeah. she was just kind of like testing the waters because it was um what they're three months in yeah um so it's probably reaching that point where intimacy has to happen soon or she wants to wants to and just wants to give him a heads up because i'm sure she's probably been with someone who made her feel really bad about it percent. and my whole thing is she already opened up the conversation she'll have it ask her what does she prefer Mm-hmm. Make it a little, you know, make it a little nasty conversation. Have the conversation and then you can find out from her what she wants. Yeah. Like, that's it. But I do appreciate that he's not like talking crazy or being grossed out or like anything like that. He's still like willing to continue on when the situation, regardless that she's different. Yeah. You know, now, but yeah, if I had a big cookie, I'd just leave my cookie. 
All right, and that is this week's confessions. <laughs> Who knew we'd be talking about people's parts today? Yeah. I cannot. I okay. mean, I did. I, I saved these. For <laughs> I saved these for a reason. Oh, man. Okay, and we're going to slide into our lady talk this week. And we have been in the Reddit streets. Yes. Um, Some Instagram streets, social media streets. Yes. This week, we will be discussing assholes. Assholes. And we're not talking about the kind you sit on. Nope. We're talking about the humanoid kind. Mm. Just assholes of, of all different areas of the world. <laughs> so I have a few like, uh, am I the asshole posts? Um, just various topics. It's not just all men. I do have some of ladies as well. Um, and then Alex, you have a few that irk to you as well, right? Yeah, I've actually fallen down the subreddit, subreddit of petty revenge. Mm-hmm. And I, listen, I am petty as fuck. And I enjoy a petty story. <laughs> so in, in these situations, I actually don't think they're being an asshole, but I'm sure the person they did it to mm-hmm. thought they were an asshole. And to be honest, sometimes being an asshole is necessary. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Sometimes situations just warrant it. But did you want to go first? Okay. So I have one right now. And it is from the subreddit, Am I the Asshole? So if you've never been on this subreddit, it's basically people, like, it always starts the same. Am I the asshole for blah, blah, blah. And then they tell their story. And people will literally vote whether or not you're the asshole. And strangers will tell you mm-hmm. what you are. Um, so this one, a lot of the times as I'm catching it, the vote hasn't been set yet. But there's a lot of comments. And I tried to go for the ones that already have, like, a lot of um, votes in and a lot of comments because sometimes the comments are just saying exactly how you feel. But anyways, here's the first one. And the title is, am I the asshole for refusing to be my best friend's maid of honor after she told me my fiance is not invited to the wedding? All right, so here Mm -hmm. we go. I've been dating my fiance for 10 years and we're expecting a baby, which is due in March. We'll elope before the baby arrives for legal reasons, but we'll do it in January so we'll be able to organize a small party for family and close friends, no more than 20 people. My best friend and her future husband will be invited though. So straight to the point, my best friend is getting married in a month. She's been with her fiance for a year and they got engaged within six months. Personally, that's too rushed in my opinion, but that's her life. Um, If she believes this is right, the right man, this is her decision. Once they got engaged around April, she asked me to be her maid of honor. She then started telling me the plans and how she plans on having a huge celebration with 200 plus guests vaccination rates are very high in my country and most restrictions are eased since cases are also very low. 
Naturally, I assumed my fiance would be invited. My best friend has known him for 10 years and they're also friendly. Most of our friends are married, so their spouses get an automatic invite. I assume my fiance would be invited too. But my best friend decided to notify me that he's not invited. Literally yesterday during a chat we had, and I told her about the suit my fiance bought. She told me, um, I never told you X is invited. I asked her what she meant by that. She said that only married and long-term couples are invited to the wedding. I reminded her I'm engaged to that man, we're expecting a kid together, and I've been with him for over 10 years, while we're also planning to get eloped in a few months. She objected and said she didn't invite him because she doesn't see our relationship as valid. What? If it took us so long to make our relationship legal and how if we've been waiting 10 years to take the next step, then our relationship bond is probably not that strong. Told her that's not her decision to make and she doesn't get to decide whether my relationship is valid or not. She insisted on her decision and said, I'll not invite him. I decide who comes and who doesn't. And since I don't think your relationship is as strong as it should be, you may break up soon. And I don't want an ex existing in my wedding pictures. Accept it. Accept it or leave. I am not in a mood to deal with that drama. I told her she's being ridiculous, assuming that we might break up based on her bizarre beliefs and reminded her I've been with that man for 10 years while she's been with her man for less than one year. She is ridiculous for thinking she can dictate who's seriously, who's serious and who isn't. I told her I'm dropping the maid of honor role because I refuse to be disrespected like that. Hold on, I lost my... (laughs) And told her she can search for someone new to torture, but not me. Our mutual friends have told me that I'm the asshole for dropping out of the wedding and how I should respect the bride's decision. I respect it, but I won't be a part of it. Am I the asshole? Can you believe that? That is fucking nuts. Listen, people like get weird around their weddings. Or you actually see them for who they really are. I'm just... You, so bride has been with her man for less than a year. They got engaged six months in, fine, whatever. But you have the audacity to tell your best friend that her 10 year relationship, mind you, she's pregnant with his child, may break up soon because it took them that long. <laughs> like what? That's not your best friend. That's crazy. Period. She has felt shitty about you and your decisions for a long fucking time. If she had the nerve to say some shit and sorry, no offense. There's a real good chance you're going to end up with exes in your wedding photos. Shit. You could be your own fucking ex. Yes, exactly. Like what? He's been a hater for a while. Yeah. She's a friend of me and she is jealous of that relationship the fact that you know you guys have been together for a while you are clearly like being with him is enough you know you you have a child coming they're eloping with only 20 closest like friends and family you know what i mean like you don't need a show she needs a show Mm -hmm. 200 plus guests like for what 
Right. Like, so to me, I think that best friend, the bride, um, she's compensating for something. Mm -hmm. That she got engaged after only six months, maybe? Yeah. Like, you don't sound secure in your relationship. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe, shit, she might even have feelings for her um, best friend's fiance. Oh my God, stop. No, I'm telling you, maybe she just can't have him be there. Oh. You know what I mean? Like she just doesn't want to see him. I don't know. Listen, my mind be going to places, Mm -hmm, but. It sure does. So that's my first story. So my next one is another, am I the asshole? This one's fucked up. And so the other one that I read to you guys didn't have um, an actual vote yet. This one has an answer and the answer says not enough info, which means they did not dub this person an asshole or not an asshole. Okay. And I think they are very clearly an asshole, but let's get into it. So the title is, Am I the asshole for making my girlfriend take the bus to her ultrasound because I didn't want to miss a day of work? So let's get into it. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend and I have been together for three years and it has been pretty good so far. I love her and I plan on marrying her someday, which I'm just gonna flag that, all right? And we're gonna come back to it because I have other events to go with that. Okay. I love her and I plan on marrying her someday. Anyways, we recently found out she is pregnant and I could not be any happier. The issue at hand is that on Friday morning, she had an ultrasound appointment and I had her take the bus. I even paid for her bus fare. I didn't want to miss a day of work because I'm looking forward to a bonus and I don't want anything to stand in the way of that. Since Friday, she has been upset with me and I don't really think I was in the wrong. If anything, she's overreacting because she knows how important this bonus will be for us as a family. Also, it's been raining. I don't like driving in the rain. My car is new. I don't want to risk it in the rain. Am I really the asshole here or is she being dramatic? I just have questions because... (laughs) I personally, yes, it'd be great if like Latin Poppy, if and when we decide to have kids, would be there for every ultrasound, but I wouldn't be upset if you missed one. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be upset if I take public transportation to one. My problem is why couldn't she drive the car? Right. Why couldn't you, like there could have, there's always a way, whether it's carpooling or whatever the case is, So I think that's why they voted this not enough info because it doesn't say whether or not she can drive and all that. But regardless, I'm dubbing this guy a fucking asshole. He's a fucking asshole. Bonus or not, you're telling me right now, I'm assuming he has perfect attendance, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's not even willing to risk it for his pregnant girlfriend who he quote plans on marrying someday. But... You're telling me right now you couldn't go to your boss and be like, hey, my girlfriend is pregnant. My soon-to-be mother of my child is pregnant and she needs to go into an ultrasound. Can I bring her to her appointment and then come into work early or late and make up the hours? Whatever. You're telling me you can't do that? Yeah. Like, as a previous senior manager, 
if one of my co-workers or employees came up to me and said that I would never put that against their time and attendance I'd be like good for you thank you for communicating with me yeah we can work something out it's not like you're missing work because you're hungover or you're this year like this is important you know what I mean and the fact that oh and it was raining that day my car is new I don't like driving in the rain how the fuck did you get to work you had to drive in the rain to get to work right that part didn't make any sense to me so someone one of the comments the one with the most award says my car is new and I don't want to risk it in the rain they said is your car made of paper mache (laughs) is it mache 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 paper mache yeah you got side note I'm sure you guys have realized already I can't pronounce certain things. Oh my lord. I have difficulty saying certain words. Like you know the one I can never say. Cumberbatch. <laughs> Wait, what? You know. I don't know what you're trying to say. You know. Remember whenever like when the panorama started and everyone was like, "Oh, you can get the vaccine if you have two or more of these commemorators. <laughs> I literally don't know what it is. What? <laughs> Spell it. <laughs> it's like C C O M O R B I D I T Y. What? Remember the biddies. C O M O I C O M O R D I. We spell it. I'm like I literally have no idea what you're talking about right now. Cormidity. Cor. Comorbidities. Hold on. That's not. That's not a word. Is that a word? Yes. Remember? It, listen, the, this word only came about when the vaccine was coming and everyone was like, oh, if you have two or more of these, then, you know, you are more high risk and you should get it. Not like conditions. Right. It's not a con- It's a, They call it a com- commemorative. Liberty, liberty. <laughs> what? What? Oh, a condition, disorder, or illness. See? Girl. I'm not the only one. See? Anyways. Yes. So, I have issues. It is See? usually pronounced as comorbidities. Comorbidities <laughs> in American English. Comorbidities. Comorbidities. You just gotta slow down. Comorbidities. Yeah, I can't say it. <laughs> It's one, of, it's one of them. I fucking can't. So during vaccine season, it was hard to explain <laughs> which commemorators I have. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> so, yeah. Anyways, is your car made of paper mache? Mache. 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 It's mache. Mache. Yes. Okay. But yeah, fucking asshole. I think he's an asshole. He is, well, yes. I think he's an asshole because he was more worried about his inconvenience than hers. I don't think the actual act was asshole-ish in its entirety, but. 
Someone says, more importantly, he can't risk his metal car, but he's willing to risk his human girlfriend and child in the rain and public transportation during flu slash panini season. Yep. And he's, they said, I think this post is fake. It's too ridiculous. Yeah. Someone said, panini season sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's really fucked up. Oh my God. What a hot fucking mess. Yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Okay. On to my next petty revenge. Mm-hmm. And the title of this one is lie about having COVID to take six weeks off while I do your work for free. I'll throw an all office party to announce where you really were. Hi. So basically it says mid pandemic, my boss disappeared while we were gearing up for the most challenging time sensitive project that we've had in the last five years. He just drops off the face of the earth. So for a week or so, we kept working without him because everything was virtual and the virtual work was still so new, we didn't really need him. When we were delegating our tasks for ourselves and completing things on our own, we spoke to our coworkers maybe twice a week. But some decisions were beyond our discretion and so we could not move forward until we received a response from him. After about seven to 10 days of silence, we called our boss's boss, who informed us that our boss had COVID and wasn't able to work right now. We took that as face value and sent him letters of well wishes and didn't bother him with work stuff or ask why he was able to notify his boss, but not us. Three weeks go by, still not a word. We're beginning to discuss amongst ourselves whether he maybe died. (gasps) We're terrified and horrified and so concerned and we're contemplating um, calling his extended family. We're sending flowers and care packages to his apartment. Meanwhile, the project has descended into chaos because no leader was appointed in our boss's absence. So we're forced to navigate several layers in order to accomplish most anything at all. Around week four or five, one of our coworkers suggests that he doesn't really have have COVID, but is instead using it as an excuse to take time off. We all jump all over our coworker asking how he can insinuate something like that and what a tragedy our boss is probably living through. People were chilly to that coworker for a few days after that. Week seven, we are undertaking a letter writing campaign and this project is a month behind schedule. We are all working overtime every day, sometimes on weekends without extra compensation, just to keep up with the clusterfuck of our boss's sudden absence. Week eight, he finally reappears. Shut the fuck up. Logging into a morning meeting as though nothing has happened. He looks well-rested, well-fed, and has a tan. (gasps) Oh my God. Not at all like someone who just came out of the other side of a six-week respiratory virus. He says something quickly to the effect of, yeah, that was brutal. Glad to be better and glad to be back. Now let's get to work but doesn't talk about what happened or answer any of our questions like, were you in the hospital? What was it like, etc. Fast forward to four or five months after this, my sister sends me a promo for a fairly new reality show. Oh my God. <gasps> and says, isn't this guy a friend of yours or something? I swear I've seen him and you together. I watched the trailer for the show and lo and behold, there's my boss participating as a contestant on a reality TV show. No! It didn't take me long to put the pieces together and realize he took an extended leave to go on TV that he knew he wouldn't otherwise get during this massive project. He lied about it under the guise of a vicious disease 
that nearly all of us had lost a loved one to. With the premiere of the show only a couple weeks away, I got busy telling everyone how I was getting into this show and it was so enticing and exciting and basically laid the groundwork to guilt them into coming in for an impromptu virtual watch party after hours. I offered to get special shirts made and send them to each person's house. Whatever I do to get the attention of corporate. Finally, I sent an invite to all my bosses' bosses. Oh my and God. any other member of corporate that I could justify inviting without making a total ass of myself. The night comes and I'm scream sharing the show to a whopping 64 people. A huge chunk of my department. <laughs> Many people showed up because I was the only person stupid enough to buy into their virtual social work party scheme, yada yada. I was holding my breath hoping this would go my way, bracing myself for some kind of curveball, but there wasn't even a dramatic buildup. Right at the onset, they introduced the premise of the show, whatever. And as my boss was introduced, right down to what he did for work, I could see people register in the delight and surprise, then go blank, just before sliding into confusion and rage. The chat took a drastic turn to, oh my goodness, to I knew him when. The audience kept dropping <laughs> from 64 to 50 to 30. And by the time <gasps> it was over, it was just me and 15 people left. One asked if I already knew. Some members of the team are very close to the boss and says that, oh, he definitely knows now. And perhaps one of the best bonuses that I could ever get is already telling people from episode one that the character arc for the show assigned our boss as a bumbling idiot. And his true colors were on full display. My boss was fired, my good buddy was promoted, and I am now an office legend. <laughs> I know that was really long, but I wish I knew what show. I kept thinking of F Boy Island. I mean, it could have been F-Boy Island. Like, imagine, this is, this is your coworker. You see them 40 hours a week and they disappear. disappear mm -hmm. And you don't see them for seven weeks. And all you, the last thing you ever heard was that they had COVID. I'd be so worried about them. I... And then they come back. That's crazy. And they were on a fucking reality TV show. First of all, I'm sure that's a misuse of company time and money. Mm -hmm. So of course that's why he got fired. But like, did you not think that this show was going to come out at some point? Also, how did he coordinate this watch party without the boss knowing? Yeah. Or, oh yeah, I wonder. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, how did those many people get involved? Work people get involved? He probably knew and didn't know what to do because at that point you can't tell people not to watch it. Or, well, that, oh man. Oh, Can you imagine? Uncomfy. I'm just picturing that with like our old coworkers. Yes. <laughs> like, I could never, I don't think I would ever reach out to my boss's boss to be like, hey, let's watch this show. That would be weird. Mm -hmm. But listen, good for him. And you know what? The hero in this situation is the sister. The sister. The sister for paying attention and having them LASIK eyes and was like, yo, this is a friend of yours. We tell you, women know They know everything. They know everything. We will figure it out. Yes. Um, 
I know it's it's getting pretty long, but I have one last one. Is this the last one? Yeah, I think this okay. is the last one. Right. So <clears throat> this one is also kind of work related ish. And it is, am I the asshole for being upset that another woman brought my sick husband soup? So this, <laughs> there is a vote and I will share it at the very end. But here we go. Me, 34 female, has been married to my husband, 36 male, for three years. In the past few months, my husband and his co-worker, 33 female, have become very close friends. Lately, they have been communicating over social media constantly. Text, Facebook, Instagram, Discord, etc. Every time I catch a glance at his phone, there are notifications from her. They travel together for work frequently. I would say he sees her more than he sees me. For the record, the traveling for work does not bother me. What does bother me is that after spending days at a time on a work trip, they cannot go a few days without meeting up for lunch or some sort of outing. If the traveling and incessant communication wasn't enough, they also spend hours off the clock playing video games. A few weeks ago, my husband came home from a work trip and was feeling sick. I offered to take a break from work to bring him home soup, but he said he was fine. I then got an alert from our front door camera indicating movement. I checked the camera and saw it was her bringing him, you guessed it, soup. She hung out for an hour and I only knew she was at her home because I saw her on the camera. He did not tell me. When I came home, I confronted him and we chatted about setting boundaries. After everything that happened, he still doesn't understand why the soup was the straw that broke the camel's back. Am I the asshole for being upset that my husband's friend is bringing him soup when I should be the one taking care of him? P.S. I only work 10 minutes away. Oh. So, <clears throat> the comment with the most award says, not the asshole sounds like an emotional affair, if not an actual one. Um, and mm. then someone else said, absolutely, they're fucking on the regular. Oh my God. Someone else said, while it wouldn't surprise me if they were, they may also not be. I can't tell you how many emotional affairs I've seen. And because sex wasn't involved, it was somehow okay. Like they could lie to themselves. It was just a friendship and everyone else, including the partners involved, but were crazy. And then someone else said, this one had a lot of awards as well. The soup was the last straw because it was something OP offered to her husband when he was sick at home. And he turned her down, but thought it was a-okay to have his work wife bring home, bring him soup and comfort in their marital home. That, that's what it was. The one pot of soup work spouse came into OP's home to play spouse with OP's husband. Okay, so the vote was that she was not an asshole, and I agree, she is not an asshole. And listen, you guys know me by now, I'm a fucking psycho, okay? <laughs> and I have been a work wife. I have been a work wife. Yeah, same. Okay? Yeah. I would never cross that ne line. I'm never coming to your home when your wife isn't there. Like, I agree, she's not the asshole. 
She is not the asshole. And listen, shout out to my old work husband, Matt Carr. <laughs> okay. And his beautiful fucking wife, Jenna. Jenna. Um, I would never fucking cross that line. First of all, I wouldn't even like text too late. There are business hours when people are in relationships. I fully believe there are that business not, hours. That is not okay. I, so originally I only had a snippet of this, so I didn't hear the whole thing. The idea of your work wife bringing you soup, that to me is not that big of a deal, even if you said no to your wife, because it's kind of like, there are so many layers. Like, can your wife cook? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, tell, tell them what you first thought, said. All Soli said was that the work wife brought the man soup after his wife offered him soup and he said no. So that's all I knew. I only knew about the soup. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe wifey can't bust down. Maybe she can't cook. Maybe her <sighs> seasonings are lacking. And work wife knows how to season some shit. So I thought it was a him just like not wanting to tell his wife that she, he hates her soup and like ate the other soup. But when you tell me that the work wife came to their house, that is when she lost all respect. And then on top of that, listen, he must have invited her, right? She can't just pull up by herself. But the fact that he didn't tell his or maybe wife. maybe she did. Maybe. because You didn't kick her out? He He's feeling sick, so maybe he called out. And co-worker was probably like, What's up? Why did you call out? Oh, I'm sick. Oh no, I'm gonna bring you some soup. Yeah, and know. that's when you say, I'm good. Right. So Ooh. he's still wrong. And then you let this woman into your home, but don't tell your wife. That's what pisses me off. Cause you could have easily, when she came home from work that day, said, oh yeah, I told so-and-so that I was sick and she decided to pull up with some soup. She's still gonna side eye you, but you are honest. You told her what happened, you told her who was in the home. She can still get mad, but at least you're not hiding something. Yeah. He's hiding something. And what's crazy is like, so obviously she was only alerted because of like the doorbell camera, mm -hmm. but she knows she was there for an hour. Yeah. The fuck was happening for an hour? This is a nanny cam situation mm -hmm. inside the home, not on the outside. She doesn't know what happens on the inside. I don't know. My mind goes places again. It's, it's very dark, very dark. I mean, if she can't see inside the house, first of all, why are you smashing somebody who's sick? That's nasty. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if, <laughs> like, I love Latin Poppy. I love you. I love you. I know you listen. I love you. Don't bring your snot nose, crusty self to me with a cold thing. You're going to get laid. Absolutely the fuck not. No, it's just gross. But also, <laughs> so if he's sick, like, I don't think they smashed that day, but it starts to make you wonder, like, how many times does this bitch pull up to your house? I, uh, I, she crossed the line. That's fucked up. You don't do that. I don't blame her. Why is she playing wifey? That's fucking weird. I blame him. I blame him 1000%. That's not okay. She wouldn't be able to do anything without him. No, it's true. So uh, he's, he is very much in the wrong, but also she like really crossed boundaries as well. Like, she's not all the way innocent. You're telling me right now you didn't know that he has a wife? Like, why would of you do that? Of course she knows. Why would you do that? I don't know. That's fucked up. Mm. I don't like that. I, ooh. I don't like that either. 
and I'm not the jealous type and I do believe men and women can be friends. So for me, it's the not telling me that bothers me. Nothing else. It's the not telling me a little offended. Like what the fuck is wrong with my soup? But also like, why didn't you tell me? You'd be okay with a stranger woman going into you and your man's home when you're not there? Stranger? Yeah, I don't think I like the idea of stranger. But like, there are coworkers that like Pop Papi talks about all the time. I feel like I know them because like he tells me, you know, yeah. all the work drama. If one of them were to pull up, like it, would, it wouldn't immediately send off signals to me. Like that's just not, cause I know of them, I, he's explained their personality, whatever, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, like I don't think that Jenna would feel some type of way if you pulled up on Matt with a with can of soup. Like he'd, she'd be like, all right, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I think she would feel some type of way because that's not a normal behavior for us. No, to, you know what it's I mean? not normal, but I don't think it immediately signals cheating. Yeah. I think it becomes like, ooh, y'all need to set some boundaries. Like y'all a little too close. And listen, I have been to their home, but like when they first got their home, um, I dropped off wine for them. Yeah. But like literally outside, I never invited myself in. That is not it, okay. That's literally my my second thought. Like you, the bringing the soup to me is kind of harmless, but you sweat inside the house? Yeah. And she wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Like that's when all boundaries have been crossed. Right. I'm not going inside nobody's house that's in a relationship. I don't know. That doesn't seem right. And then like the constant, okay, like I, I get it. Social media, right? It's very easy to like, like on TikTok, for example, I'm always sending you videos. I send Terry videos, send Lim videos, whatever. But it does get to the point where it's like, you guys are talking all day. Like, can you give it a break so that he can spend time with his yeah why he's definitely emotionally cheating it's hard because like i do believe you can have a best friend that's the opposite gender like i do think those things happen but i've always said this everything is based on honesty if you have a bestie that's a girl i literally could give two fucks but you need to be open and honest about it because it is a different kind of relationship yeah period yeah oh i don't know i like she took it easy on him but i would not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sick or not i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking burn you alive oh i'd light his ass up mm-hmm. i'm coming home guns fucking blazing pew 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 <laughs> everywhere because how the fuck you let a bitch into our house and then have the audacity to not say anything he clearly knows it is inappropriate that's yep. why he didn't bring it up in the first place yep so you knew enough not to say anything but your dumbass fucking forgot that you guys installed a fucking doorbell thingy i'm sorry girl he cheating whether it's emotionally or physically or both he's cheating it doesn't look good it Mm. doesn't look good that's what we have for this week okay so i'm just gonna go ahead and apologize um (laughs) i promised that there would be a creeps corner this week and i will not give a creeps corner this week because i realized that when this by the time this episode goes up it will be past halloween so and i don't have anything as juicy as i did last week i'm sorry but that one was so good and i just don't have anything up to that caliber yet and preparing for creeps corner just takes a lot of planning Mm -hmm. and note taking because you have to tell like the story and and do it justice yeah um and i just do not have anything prepared enough to squeeze into this so i will only do creeps corner when i'm fully equipped and yes. ready to go listen i have one that i would love you to do because there's one story that i always think about all the time and it, i think it's because it's just so sick 
and I hate I hate that for myself. Oh. So we could maybe we could maybe do an episode that's just dedicated to Creeps Corner. That's the lady topic. Is Ooh. it's a Creeps Corner episode. Yeah, and we just do and like we, a- de- we dedicate the time to it. Good for you for for do- doing that because I know you don't really like that. I am weird. There are certain things I can handle, and yeah. there are certain things that I I literally cannot. But yeah, maybe we'll do that, and then we can kind of then we can like plan it. You know, well, don't don't hold us to it for next episode. Give us a couple episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we can bring you guys a creeps corner episode. And there's also we didn't get to it today because we know our episodes have been running a little long. Um, but there is a tweet that I just need to discuss and get out of my system. Oh my god, I forgot about. Yeah, okay. So we have. Yeah. Honestly, there's so. The, am I the assholes? Honestly, update by the hour. Okay. Yeah. So this can be a reoccurring. Oh yeah, topic. it will be. So we can definitely do that. But um, I just need to say something. I have a fangirl moment I just thought about. (laughs) So because (laughs) this is so stupid, but honestly, I geeked out when I saw it. Um, But in the last episode, the creeps corner came from Mr. Ballin. Like he was the person that made me realize like what this the story was all about. So it's so random, but I was like, you know what? I love his content so much. Like this is so random, but I'm just gonna DM him and I'm gonna tell him because he always says in his videos, mm-hmm. like, oh, if you you know ever wanna reach out to me, you can DM me, blah blah blah. And he, this man has like thousands and thousands and thousands. Like on YouTube, he has millions of subscribers, but on Instagram, he has like I don't know, like two hundred something mm-hmm. thousand followers. So I DM'd him. And I even said in there, I was like, you're probably never going to see this. But in the case that you do from one Massachusetts person to another, like, Mm -hmm. I love your content. I listen to it all the time. I look forward to your videos. Like, just love your stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. He wrote back. He liked it. And he was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Like, thank you for listening. And like, just, you know, keep on watching or whatever. But I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> so we're basically friends yeah you like know him now yeah <laughs> i cannot that's so cool i know it's hard because sometimes i think we glorify like people who like produce like different social media content but like they are just people yeah they really are and i thought it was really cool that i'm sure he gets messages all the time but the fact that he freaking saw and Responded. wrote back i was like oh my god wow <laughs> That's amazing. So good. But yeah, that's it. That is all we have this week. Nothing more, nothing less. No. Well, we have more. We just, you know. Yeah, we just can't, can't we fit can't, it We all. can't talk your ears off for hours. <laughs> so we will see you guys next week. See you. Bye. Bye.